0: we ultimate college football podcast providing national coverage of america's greatest sport join us for bi-weekly episodes throughout the season and remember to subscribe and rate or review the show wherever you get your podcast if you would like to contact the show please email us at ultimate at gmail.com or via twitter at cfb underscore ultimate. Welcome back to the Ultimate College Football Podcast as we take a look at the biggest games for the Big Ten Conference in 2023. For the Big Ten, this is the end of an era, so to speak, as it is the last year for them being at 14 teams before USC and UCLA join. It is also the last year that we have divisions, East and West, in the Big Ten once. USC and UCLA come, they are doing away with divisions, and the top two teams in the standings will play in the conference championship game. This year, though, even though it is the end of those things from the Big Ten, it is the beginning of a new phase when you look at their media rights deal uh, this is going to be the first time the big 10 has no games on espn networks it's all going to be on fox or uh, the big 10 network as well as one game a week on nbc and some games on cbs so will look a little bit different uh, for the college football fan as far as uh, consumption is concerned and where you're going to see some of these games But uh, enough with that, we're going to jump into the five biggest non-conference games and then transition to the top five conference games for the Big Ten in 2023. So beginning with the non-conference, it's once again a season where the Big Ten doesn't necessarily have a lot of big non-conference games for whatever reason. So there wasn't a lot to pick from. I decided to pick as my uh, number five game, Iowa at Iowa State. This is an annual rivalry game uh, that is always played early in the season in September. That's not an exception this season. Iowa State, they finally broke through and beat Iowa last year for the first time in the Matt Campbell era. Iowa State will try to get their first home win against Iowa since 2011 in this game. Uh, this game always seems to be pretty close and competitive to teams that are fairly similar when you look at the fact that their strength is defense. So it tends to low scoring game would expect the same this year i'm not sure there's gonna to be tons of you know national implications with this game but it's always a fun game to follow and a pretty uh, intense in-state rivalry game uh, glad it gets played it uh, doesn't get tons of attention outside the state of iowa but inside the state it's a very important game and always a fun game for to watch. So that comes in at number five, and uh, certainly uh, am looking forward to that one. At number four, I've got Minnesota at North Carolina. Minnesota under P.J. Fleck, with the exception of 2019, where they won 11 games. They haven't really had a big breakout season, but they are consistently very good. Uh, one of the better teams in the East, or excuse me, in the Western division year in and year out. The last couple of seasons, they've been winning up to eight, nine games a year. So, very competitive team that can find their way into the rankings. That could be the same uh, situation this year. Could be a team in the last year of the Big Ten West uh, that could maybe challenge for the division crown. They've never played in the Big Ten Championship game, and this might be their best opportunity in the foreseeable future, since after the season, divisions are going away and they're adding more teams to the conference. So, big year uh, potentially for Minnesota, but this is a big non-conference game for them going to North Carolina, a team that could very well be ranked in this game one of the better teams in the acc and not a lot of big 10 acc games uh, when you look at the schedule i think this is actually uh, one of just a handful this season and certainly the most high profile uh, two teams that uh should be in the top half of their respective conferences so once again not a game that nationally is probably going to be that important uh, but does help strengthen the reputation of your conference if you can beat other respectable power five pro grant some other conferences. So that could be a pretty interesting game, or certainly a game to keep an eye on here for the Big Ten. Uh, next up at number three, we've got Washington at Michigan State. And this is probably uh, one of the bigger games, certainly for the conference, probably the first game on this list that has more of a national appeal. Uh, when you look at two teams, different ends of the country, Washington, a pretty good uh, history. Uh, last year, one eleven 11 games. Save a shot to be one of the better teams in the Pac-12 this year, so it'd be a really big win for the Big Ten Conference for Michigan State, a big year for Mel Tucker. He is coming off of a very disappointing season last year where they went 5-7, and seven and uh, they kind of were exposed in the Washington game last year where they lost in a game they were favored in. In hindsight, of course, Washington proved to be a much better football team, so wasn't really in the grand scheme of things and upset, but at the time, it was a bit of a surprise and it started Michigan state's uh, downward run for the rest of the season as they finish five and seven so a lot of pressure under uh, mel tucker that big contract he has to try to uh, produce some results after what was a really big season in 2021 michigan State, if they win this game that is really going to help uh, shift uh, some of the momentum in a positive direction it's going to be signature win for the program certainly helps build the big ten's reputation nationally I can't rate it any higher, though, than number three just because of Michigan State's struggles last season and the fact that they're not really expected to be that much better this year. If you could take Washington from last season and Michigan State from the season before that, uh, then it would be really a huge game would be uh, challenging for one of the top spots on this list. So if Michigan State can have a resurgence this season, uh, this could be a game that in hindsight uh, you view as one of the bigger non-conference games of the year certainly though an appetizing matchup two teams that just don't play very often a nice home and home Uh, first game in Seattle was pretty interesting for the most part Uh, even though Washington was ahead uh, by quite a bit points in the game end up winning around 11 points if I recall Uh, so end up being fairly interesting we'll see if in East Lansing uh, we can see a little bit of an upset or at least Michigan State try to scare Washington Uh, but the Huskies certainly will be favored in this matchup at number two I've got a game that I'm personally very excited for. It's one of the games that I'm maybe the most excited for uh, in this season when I'm looking at the non-conference slate nationally, and that is a matchup between two old rivals from the Big 12 and before that, the Big 8. Colorado hosts Nebraska. It is the first home game for Deion Sanders as the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Colorado, of course, has been kind of the it team in college football this offseason, bringing in a lot of transfers, uh, really a unheard of amount of transfers coming into that program as Dion tries to uh, dramatically increase the talent level of a team that just a season ago went 1-11. and They certainly are uh, one of the more interesting teams in the nation. When you look at what they're trying to do in short order, it's fairly unprecedented. Who knows how successful he'll be this season? The expectations aren't real high, but they are at the very least going to be a very interesting team to follow, especially early in the year. It's hard to think of a better way to open up the Deion Sanders era in Boulder, at least, than for in week two, welcoming uh, their biggest rival historically in the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And for Nebraska, uh, they are breaking in a new coaching staff as well, Matt Rule. He comes into Lincoln, Nebraska, trying to turn things around after a disastrous Scott Frost era. Both of these teams have big games in week one, so we'll see uh, what the The conversation is in week two, if it's more just an interesting matchup because of the names, the rivalry, and just kind of the newness around both programs. But Nebraska in week one, they open up against Minnesota in a conference game, while Colorado actually goes to TCU last year's national runner-up in a big Saturday game uh, in week one. So, We'll see what the conversation is going into week two, but this is a game uh, just when you look at the rivalry, the history between the two programs, and all the things that have happened, particularly with Deion Sanders, but also Matt Rule. Pretty big game for both of these first-year head coaches at their respective programs. Certainly, it's going to be a very exciting game for the fan bases. Uh, not that long ago, these two did resume their rivalry in a home-and-home series, and both of those games went down to the wire. Colorado won both, uh, but we'll see we'll, if we'll have a similar uh, atmosphere both those games are very well received by the fan bases very exciting for college football to have the game back on the schedule and I think with everything going on between uh, the or at least in those two programs that's going to make for a pretty exciting build up to this game and that'll take us to our top non-conference game for the Big 10 conference and that is Ohio State at Notre Dame, arguably one of the biggest on-conference games of the season nationally. You've got two tradition-rich programs going head-to-head. Uh, these two played a pretty competitive game in Columbus last year, and now they're playing the uh, return game in this home-and-home in South Bend. It's in Week 4, so still a pretty early season game uh, between the two. Ohio State uh, should definitely be undefeated entering this game, as should Notre Dame. Both teams have a pretty soft uh, opening uh, three weeks to their schedule, so it should be a matchup between unbeatens. It uh, should be a nighttime game in South Bend. should be a great atmosphere, and as far as these teams are concerned, Notre Dame, uh, with just the way they're kind of built, they tend to rely more on their physicality. They're not, at least in recent years, been a great passing football team, so they're more reliant on running the football, uh, playing good defense, being good at the line of scrimmage, and that formula has been uh, the type of team that has had success against Ohio State. Ohio State has been pretty dominant on in their schedules in recent years, and they've really only lost to Michigan and some high-profile non-conference games. So uh, Notre Dame does potentially fit that bill when you look at the way that they are built. Uh, they should be able to go toe-to-toe with Ohio State at the line of scrimmage. The question for Notre Dame is if they can uh, try to hold their own on the perimeter, and athletically, Ohio State could potentially have a pretty big advantage there. but Hopefully, if you're Notre Dame, the home crowd does help mitigate some of the uh, probably talent advantages Ohio State has. And we'll see if Notre Dame can maybe win that battle in the trenches that could set the stage for an upset, but at the very least a huge game for both teams hopes at the playoff Ohio State after this game supposed to play Penn State and Michigan, while Notre Dame, they're still going to have to play USC and Clemson. So both of these teams are put in a rather difficult spot if they lose, and they're maybe going to need some things to go their way to get back into the playoff hunt. At the very least, it's a little bit of an uphill battle when you look at the teams they still have to play, while the winner uh, probably jumps into the top five pretty easily. or House, they might already be there by the time the game is played, they are going to put themselves in great playoff position, and they're going to be one of the uh, teams really talked about nationally for a playoff spot that brings us to our top five conference games for the Big Ten. And starting at number five, we're going to go with the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry game from East Lansing, Michigan. The Spartans have seen themselves fall behind Michigan the last couple of years after a fairly extended era of Spartan dominance in this rivalry series. Michigan has turned the tables, restarted themselves as they historically have against Michigan State. We'll see, though, in East Lansing, even if Michigan State uh, underwhelms, or I, maybe that's not the best way to put it because the expectations for the season aren't real high. But if Michigan State once again has a fairly disappointing season, maybe the home field advantage in a signature rivalry game can help make this game be a little bit uh, closer than what it would maybe be expected when you're just looking at the teams on paper. Uh, but this rivalry game has been very entertaining in the past. We've seen really good games between these two. And for that reason, one of the better rivalry games in the Big Ten, I do have this at number five, even though uh, from the preseason, it does look to be a little bit mismatched. Last year was a blowout in Ann Arbor, Michigan. They are the top program in the Big Ten and Michigan State. They're coming off of a losing season. So I can't rank it any higher than fifth. But I do think it does deserve to be on this list. Next up at number four. I've got Penn State at Illinois. This is an early season, week three game, and might be for those who aren't uh, following Illinois or maybe the Big Ten West real closely, might seem like a little bit of a head scratching pick. But I do think this is one of the more interesting, in my opinion, the most interesting cross divisional game in the Big Ten this year. I expect Illinois to be one of the better teams in the conference, and I would give them an edge at this point in time to win the Big Ten West. If you remember last season, they were the leaders in the division throughout most of the season before a kind of rough November took Illinois out of the Uh, top spot, and Purdue ended up winning the division. But Illinois, in year three under Brett Bielema, he has really built and improved Illinois. They have that kind of classic uh, Big Ten identity with being a great running football team and an elite defensive team. I think if Illinois can continue in that trajectory, I would expect them to be, once again, one of the better teams in the division. And this being an early season game, it's going to be more than likely a matchup between unbeaten teams. And it's gonna make for a pretty high profile game. Illinois' biggest home game, probably in some time. It already has its uh, TV. And uh, Time Slot announced it's going to be the signature game on Fox in week three, that noon Eastern kickoff. So it's going to have a big audience. And I think Illinois, with it being such a big early season home game, you're going to see a really good effort from Illinois. And remember, they did upset Penn State a few years ago in that, uh, you know, ridiculously long overtime game went into like eight or nine overtime. So there's a history of close games between the two, even in the recent past with Penn State being a much better program. But that gap, I think, has narrowed a little bit. For Penn State, this is their probably uh, first test of the season. They are going to be entering the season more than likely in the top 10 and maybe even in the top five, although I think the five to 10 range is probably more likely. But needless to say, after an 11-2 and season a year ago where they won the Rose Bowl, and their only two losses were to two teams, Ohio State and Michigan, who played in the college football playoff. Penn State has pretty high expectations this season. And it's going to make this game very big and important for Penn State because they still have those two signature games later in the schedule. So you can't really afford a loss to Illinois when you still have to play in Columbus against Ohio State and then uh, at home against Michigan in mid-November. So big game for Penn State. Definitely a losable game, but a game they definitely need and could be a signature win for Illinois under Brett Bielema. Moving on to number three, the top three games I think are pretty obvious because there is some separation, at least on paper, entering 2023 between uh, the top programs in the Big Ten and then that uh, next year, and that's of course Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, the three teams that went to New Year's Six Bowl games last year, and all three are expected to be the teams that challenge for the Big Ten title, as well as berths in the College Football Playoff and a major role berths well if they fall short of some of those goals. So at number three, I've got Ohio State at Penn State, or excuse me, Penn State at Ohio State. The game is in Columbus this year. The reason why I've got this one at three and not higher is because of the absence of Michigan. Michigan is the favorite in the Big Ten, and they're the team who has earned that being a playoff participant the last two years and the back-to-back Big Ten champion. They return a ton of players from last year's very successful team when undefeated in the regular season so that's why Penn State at Ohio State comes in at number three this is the first meeting in the schedule between uh, this round-robin group of three. The other two matchups happen a little later. So this game is going to establish who the main threat to Michigan is. The winner of this team is going to uh, jump really high in the polls. They are going to be firmly in the Big Ten East and Colts football playoff race. So it going be a huge game, and these games between the Buckeyes and the Knitley Lions have been very entertaining, very competitive in recent years, a lot of years and not the last couple but if you go back you know the last decade uh, this game has maybe been the best game in the Big Ten Conference from an annual perspective when you look at the consistency of big games between these two even though Ohio State has dominated the series Penn State does usually put forth a pretty good effort so this game going to be a really big game between two teams that have high expectations and hope to challenge Michigan in the Big Ten East Coming in at number two, I've got Michigan at Penn State. This is, again, a major matchup between two very talented teams, two of some of the best teams in the conference. And from Michigan, it's going to be their toughest road game of the season because they do host Ohio State. So Michigan, they are certainly uh, going to be tested in this game. It's going to be, uh, I think, the toughest uh, game for them at this point in the year. When you look at Michigan's... Uh, conference slate. Uh, I don't think there's really a lot of potential hiccups, and they've been pretty dominant the last couple of years in Big Ten play. So pretty likely Michigan's undefeated in this game, even though it's being played in mid-November. Michigan plays three group of five teams in a non-conference. It's not a terribly difficult schedule. So Michigan is going to be ranked really high in this game, going to probably be undefeated. And for Penn State, this is their opportunity to. Having already played Ohio State, potentially win the Big Ten East or at the very least keep them right in the Big Ten race, keep them in the playoff race if they already have a loss to Ohio State. So a lot to play for, certainly going to be one of the defining games in the Big Ten Conference for 2023. And for number one, I think this is uh, pretty much everyone's pick. It is one of the top rivalries in college football, Ohio State at Michigan, and it's a game that after Ohio State dominated the series for many years, it has kind of returned to its place in the College Football Pantheon as far as being one of the biggest games of the season. Since Jim Harbaugh has been able to elevate Michigan football, he's turned a tide in the series with Michigan winning the last two. The last two have decided the division race, and the winner has been to the playoff both times, having won the Big Ten Conference, and last year both teams made the playoff. They actually entered last season's game both undefeated, so it's been one of the biggest games of the season nationally, and that uh, is probably going to continue this season, both these teams are going to be a heavy favorite in mo- almost all the games they play really when you're looking at realistic losses from michigan would be penn state and for ohio state it's that notre dame and penn state game so games we've already talked about but these two teams at the very least are going to be playing a game that's likely going to have uh new year six bowl implications but Pretty likely beyond that, it's going to be a game that's very important for the division and conference race as well as a playoff berth. And maybe both teams could potentially be in play for a semifinal berth considering they both made it last season. So really big game and the fact that it's such a huge rivalry game certainly adds to its appeal as well. So that's going to do it for our top games in the Big Ten Conference for 2023. Join us for our next episode when we look at the biggest games for the Big 12 Conference as we go through the top games for each Power 5 Conference in alphabetical order for going on to our previews of the 10 FBS Conferences. Thank you for listening. This is the Ultimate College Football Podcast.